Sepsis, or the infection causing sepsis, starts before a patient goes to the hospital in nearly 87% of cases. Sepsis is a medical emergency. If you or your loved one has an infection that's not getting better or is getting worse, act fast. Get medical care immediately. Ask your healthcare professional, could this infection be leading to sepsis? And if you should go to the emergency room, learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. You're listening to the Herbaperoot Podcast, episode number four. Today on the show, we have a special guest, Amira from aselfguru.com. Amira is a lawyer who is here to talk about how bloggers and business owners can legally protect our websites and ourselves properly. This is an extremely important issue that affects all of us who own a website or do any type of business online. You ready? Let's go. You're listening to the Her Paper Root Podcast, a show all about money and entrepreneurship with host Chelsea Clark. Chelsea is a marketing strategist and the founder of HerPaperRoot.com, a friendly and supportive hive for ambitious, passionate entrepreneurs like you to learn how to growth hack your idea into a profitable business. We encourage you to fearlessly tackle your wildest goals. We know that as your own boss, you can deliver your unique message and make more paper. You just need a plan. Here's your host, Chelsea Clark. Amira is a lawyer, a blogger, and an entrepreneur. She has forged a niche market for her blog, aselfguru.com, and has created a product that every blogger and website owner wants, needs, and if you ask me, loves. Welcome to the show, Amira. Thank you, Chelsea. Glad to be here. I've had the pleasure of collaborating and working with you over the years, as well as hiring you for my own business legal needs, and I'm so thrilled to have you on the show today. You are someone who is just all over the internet doing amazing things, so please tell us a bit about yourself and your journey as a lawyer and a blogger. Thanks, Chelsea. Um, I am a lawyer, blogger, and also a business coach, so I've been working full-time as a lawyer for more than eight years now, um, helping bloggers, entrepreneurs with a wide variety of legal disputes. So I've always been thinking about making a greater impact in the online world and kind of starting my own business. So it was only natural for me to do that through a blog and where I could incorporate my business and legal skills as well. And part of the reason I really enjoy blogging so much is because uh, before I became a lawyer, I was a teacher. So I love teaching bloggers and entrepreneurs how to protect their online business legally while also working with them one-on-one on how to expand their business so they can become their own boss. And so far, it's, um, it's been a very rewarding, awesome journey. And I'm just glad that I'm able to do it with my full-time job. Oh, yeah. I'm very impressed with how you're able to balance it all. And what you offer is something that really benefits the blogging community. Yeah, it's challenging, but it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> When we say that you need to protect your website legally, what are we protecting it from? What could go wrong? Well, that's a great question. So in a nutshell, you're protecting yourself and your business from lawsuits. So for example, a lot of things can go wrong. You know, you could get sued or fined by the Federal Trade Commission for not having a proper privacy policy on your website, or let's say not abiding by other rules and regulations such as not properly disclosing your affiliate links for the products and services you recommend on your website, or not properly disclosing that you are writing a sponsored blog post or any other kind of endorsements that you receive. And you could also 
possibly get into legal trouble and disputes with your readers and customers over your own products and services and uh, face copyright infringement lawsuits. I mean, those are very common. And so as a lawyer who's seen it all and been in court for over the over the years, uh, I just know that how easy it is to get sued. And so you do want to make sure you follow the rules and you take the right action to protect yourself and your hard-earned income. Because let's face it, we work day and night over you know building our business and you don't want it to be all taken away by a long, expensive lawsuit. Right. That's so important. And I think that the majority of people in general assume that taking the steps to protect themselves with legal help is going to cost them thousands of dollars in legal fees. And you are doing an amazing job of making legal protection both affordable and accessible to the masses. So as a base, what three things can all businesses do to protect their websites and how should we go about doing it? Sure. Um, So the three main things that all businesses really need on their website is legal pages. By legal pages, I mean like having a privacy policy page, a disclosures and disclaimers page on your site, your terms and conditions, which are like also known as your terms of use and terms of service. Um, These three legal pages make sure that you're complying with the laws and also protecting yourself legally. And you should have them on your site before you even launch. And you're right, Chelsea, lawyers can be expensive. And that's why people don't go to lawyers. A lot of, a lot of times they just, you know, find other ways and cut corners to kind of have these pages done. But that's not an excuse for not making sure that your website is legally compliant. If you can't afford to hire a lawyer, then you should look into paid legal templates written by a lawyer because with the paid legal templates, you get the same benefit and peace of mind of knowing that, hey, these templates are professionally written by an actual lawyer, but yet they don't cost me an arm and a leg. You know, um, they don't, they're, they're a fraction of the cost, but at least you get the same quality work. And this is where I help tons and tons of um, entrepreneurs and bloggers because I sell all the legal pages that you need at a very affordable price so you don't have to worry about not being able to afford a lawyer or resort to the free legal templates out there that are not uh, comprehensive and don't protect you. Right. Those free legal page templates, they don't actually cover you for anything. And Amira, you have a legal store on your website where you offer all sorts of different legal contracts that people can use. Absolutely, because there's tons of contracts that you need, you know, when you're when you're running a business, and so yeah, there's a lot of templates that I offer, like 10, 10 plus templates that you could look over in my legal store. And you've been a successful blogger for a while now. So, what are the three biggest mistakes that you see bloggers making when it comes to legally protecting their website and business? So Chelsea, there's quite a few mistakes I see. And the most common ones are like, number one, for example, people not knowing about copyright law and kind of taking other people's images and content and just posting it on their website. That's a big mistake. That's a big legal copyright violation. So I see I see that a lot with the new bloggers who are not really well-versed in the legal world and and they just make that mistake that, hey, I can just take any image from Google or anybody's blog oh, post. Oh, God. And- yeah, that's so <laughs> bad. Everyone listening right now, do not take images off of Google. Correct. And do not take someone's, you know, blog content or even their legal pages without, you know, and just assume that you can just post it on your site. That's a great thing to mention. Yeah. Yep. And so I see that a lot. And then I also see people not having proper legal pages. Like we talked briefly about the free legal templates. So they think that, hey, you know, 
I can just get a free legal policy from online and post it on my website, but they don't realize that those are legally deficient. They don't, they don't have the comprehensive provisions in there to protect you. And I've personally audited quite a few of those websites that offer those free templates. And, and I've showed that how deficient they are and they expose you to all kinds of legal liability and risk. And um, the other thing I see is like bloggers just not even having legal pages, which is even more problematic because a privacy policy is actually legally required by law to be on your site. So I'm surprised sometimes to see bloggers, you know, blogging for a couple months and then they don't even have any of the legal pages. And the last thing I would mention is just not using proper contracts when working with others in your business. Uh, For example, let's say you're working on a partnership or a sponsorship or any other kind of collaboration. You want to have appropriate, you know, contracts in place with the other party to protect yourself legally and financially so you don't get burned. And whenever money is exchanged, you should always have a contract in place to protect your legal and financial interests. There is a ton more coming up on today's episode, but first I want to quickly thank our sponsors for making this show possible. If you run a blog or any type of business, you know how important it is to drive traffic to your website. My secret to increasing my traffic is to use Tailwind for Pinterest. Tailwind is a pin scheduler for Pinterest that automates Pinterest marketing efforts. This app has helped me grow my page views by the thousands. Today, you can try Tailwind for free by going to herpaperoot.com tailwind. Let's talk about these three basic legal pages that every website owner needs. So what is a privacy policy and why would someone need one? Sure. So a privacy policy is a legal document that's required by law if you collect any kind of personal information from someone that visits your website. And every website does collect some sort of personal information. And that could be the, you know, someone's name, email address, like when they subscribe to your blog or website. Uh, credit card information on your sales page when they you know, make a purchase, uh, comments, cookies on your website, Google Analytics that you use. And, you know, any um, so these are just some of the examples that someone could enter the information, because think about it, like if I supply my name and email address to you, right, I want to I have the right to know how you're going to use that information and what are you going to do with it? And in what circumstances will it ever be disclosed to a third party? So this is where privacy policy is legally required because it informs like what personal information you're collecting from your visitors and then how you're going to use it. And um, so, yeah, it covers a lot of important topics like children's privacy, cookies, comment policies, GDPR, you know, third party links and use. So you just you just always want to make sure that you have a solid, comprehensive uh, privacy policy on your website. And what about bloggers who use affiliate links on their websites? I think anyone who's visited a blog has seen that little blurb mentioning that the website earns a commission from affiliate sales. Is having that blurb enough or do you need a full disclaimer page as well? So the blurb that you're referring to is is definitely needed. And it's actually a disclosure that you need to give anytime you share affiliate links. And that's a requirement, legal requirement that you need to fulfill because... Again, the readers need to know 
that what kind of financial incentives you're receiving for the products and services that you're promoting. They just need, you know, this way you're not misleading the readers. They need to know that you're being transparent and you're saying, hey, I earn a commission. I am going to receive some sort of a financial gain. But in addition to that, you do need the full disclaimer page because that serves a different purpose. It takes it to the next step. Now that you've given the disclosure, now you want to have a disclaimer page to limit your liability for all the stuff that you're promoting because you don't want to be liable for other people's third-party products. You want to have a disclaimer that protects you from legal liability saying that nothing on your website can be construed as advice, for example, and that you're also encouraging your readers to do their own research, their own due diligence, instead of just completely relying on your stuff and later coming after you, you know, if something goes wrong. So there's a potential for a lawsuit. And this is where a disclaimer, a page, you know, puts a lot of information in there with a lot of legalese that reminds your users that, hey, you are responsible completely for your own actions. I'm just supplying the information, but that doesn't mean that everything on my website is accurate or complete. So this way you're protecting yourself from that kind of legal harm. Got it. The third legal page that you talked about is a terms and conditions page. What is that? And if a blogger doesn't sell products, do they still need a page for that? Great, great question. So terms and conditions page are not legally required, but they're legally very important. And many bloggers do overlook them and, until they get into legal troubles. The brief answer to your question is yes, you do need it, even if you don't sell any products and services, because they serve a lot of different purposes in addition to that. So first, we talked about the privacy policy page, we talked about disclaimer page, but then you need this third terms and conditions page, because Number one, they serve as a binding legal contract between you and the users of your website and that later you can you know, use to enforce in court if there's a legal dispute or a lawsuit. In addition to just cover, you know, if you're selling products and services, then you definitely need it because you're going to talk about your refund and exchange policies for the products and services in your terms and conditions page. But you also need it to cover topics like what is the lawful use of your website? You know, think of terms and conditions as your website rules. So you want to make it clear that, hey, these are my rules and regulations. You know, this is what I allow. This is what I don't allow. Uh, what are your intellectual property rights? This is where you make it clear to your readers that, hey, you know, this you, you're permitted to use this or you're not permitted to use that. You know, what is the intended age of your users? Um, and also, most importantly, like your right to terminate someone's use, right? Like you want to be able to make it very clear that if someone is not abiding by your rules and regulations tomorrow, you can just, you know, terminate their right to use your website. And um, another thing people don't think about is like, if there is a legal dispute, where are you going to resolve it? You know, so these are a lot of important considerations and factors that you need to think about uh, when you when you have a terms and conditions page. And, um, you know, it, it just legitimizes your business and protects you from all kinds of potential legal issues down the road. Does it make sense? That totally makes sense. And that's so great because I think a lot of people who are listening are going to be like, oh, wow, I see why the free <laughs> templates don't really cover me because there's so much more that goes into it to really actually protect yourself because so much can go wrong. And when you have these bases covered, you just have that peace of mind. Absolutely. Exactly. Switching gears a little bit, I want to say how impressed I am with your outreach strategy. 
how you manage to pitch your affiliate program and guest post to bloggers. I'm seeing your content appearing on all the top websites these days. So what advice would you give bloggers who want to get their name out there and get their guest post pitches accepted? Well, thank you, Chelsea, for your kind words. Um, I'm all about networking and fostering new relationships uh, because blogging can be lonely. I'm sure you can relate to that. And I don't like to, I don't like to work in a vacuum. Um, as a lawyer, I love interacting with my clients, solving their legal problems. So same way, I love connecting with fellow bloggers and providing legal solutions to them. So my first piece of advice for anyone getting there, trying to get their name out there is to create valuable content, whether that's your blog post, your product or service or anything else that you offer. It has to speak for itself because let's face it, at the end of the day, people recognize you by the quality of your work. So you have to make sure you don't let them down. And, you know, so provide that excellent customer service, have a product that's really outstanding and, you know, at all times. And as far as getting your guest post pitches accepted, I teach that in my one-on-one blog coaching sessions. So I actually have a guest post template of my own that, you know, I share with my fellow bloggers when they sign up for my blog coaching sessions. And if they're looking to guest post, then I really help them with that. And, and I'm happy to set up a call and work with anyone if anyone is interested in learning my strategy. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure lots of people are. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's been great so far. Yeah. What do you find to be the biggest hurdle as a blogger, balancing your blog alongside your full-time law practice? You know, I was waiting for this question <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's like finding the time to do everything I want. It's That is my biggest hurdle. There's so many things I want to do. And when it comes to blogging, it, there's so much creativity yes. in it. And I want to, you know, implement new things. And it's just finding the time to do everything and balancing that with my full-time job. And this is, is very challenging at times. Because, you know, in the beginning, you're running a business all by yourself and there's so much to do, you know, marketing, creating products, managing a Facebook community, writing blog posts, social media, et cetera, you know it. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, the work just never stops. And I feel like I'm always working around the clock. And even when I'm on vacation, I'm not fully unplugged and I have customers to respond to. I have emails to handle and things like that. And Um, I feel like even if you outsource or hire help, there's still tons to do because you got to oversee and make sure everything is working properly. And um, for me, it's really just finding the time and creating that balance. Um, I like to think I'm very disciplined. I'm very organized, but, but still my job takes up most of the valuable hours of the day. So I don't have the luxury of time on my hands to just do whatever I want to do with my blog at all times of the day. And I'm kind of stuck with, working nights or weekends for the most part. And, but nevertheless, you know, I, I'm, I'm not complaining. I think the pros of being an entrepreneur or blogger are just really outweigh the cons in my opinion. <laughs> I totally feel you there too. Time is my biggest struggle too. <laughs> I have a huge pile of just blog post ideas that yep. are piling up. There's just not enough hours in the day. So what would you say you love most about blogging? I really love the autonomy of being able to work from my home and make money in my sleep, the passive income. and But also the most important thing is for me, making a valuable contribution in the lives of others through my blog. Like I'm able to reach a greater audience and, uh, you know, just through my coaching services, my legal templates, my blog, my products, all of that, like 
I know at the end of the day, I'm solving someone's problem. So for me, that is huge. And that's very satisfying. And then when I receive awesome feedback from others, letting me know, you know, how my templates have really helped them and they can sleep better at night. So I just think that that makes this entire blogging thing so meaningful and and worthwhile. And also amazing, you know, it's been amazing just kind of collaborating with entrepreneurs like yourself, Chelsea, and others, and just kind of gaining that support of the blogging community. I feel like that has been instrumental in my blogging. Yeah, the blogging community is pretty cool. And you get to meet so many interesting people who are excited about their work. Yeah, it is. And I mean, it's like you would think that there's so many bloggers out there, but still there's that, you know, people still know each other. (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's a close-knit community. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's been blogging for a while, like you or I, or anyone even just for a few months, you'll start to notice that all of the bloggers who are guest posting are guest posting on each other's blogs yep. and in each other's Facebook groups and supporting one another. And there really is that sense of community. It's collaboration over competition, which I firmly believe in. Yeah, me too. I, I endorse that. Yep. For listeners who are thinking about starting a blog, what words of advice would you give someone just starting out? So I would say just go for it, take action and start today. Don't doubt yourself and don't overthink it. Because I know a lot of people get bogged down in that. And I, when I started my blog, um, initially, honestly, it was going to be a hobby. <laughs> so I, I started it in just like seven days while working full time as a lawyer. So if I can do it, I feel like anybody can. And it's only, it's only because I didn't overthink it. You know, I just put aside my perfectionist nature and I just went for it because as a lawyer, I am a perfectionist, but as a blogger, I, I, I can't be because there's so much to do. And if you want to get things done, you got to, you know, you got to put it aside and just take action and go for it. Because what do they say? Done is always better than perfect, right? Yes. So, you know, just don't lose sight of the big picture. Don't get stuck in the little things. I would just say go for it. Um, if you have to invest in some blogging resources, like look at Chelsea's products, look at other people, and just in the beginning, get that help from someone who's already built a successful business because that's going to make your life easy. You don't have to try to figure everything out on your own and then give up because you're frustrated or confused, you know? Um So yeah, so I would say get that help and um, don't struggle on your own and just go for it. That is such great advice, truly. (laughs) Thank you. So where can our listeners find more about what you do? Uh, Okay, so you can always go to my website, uh, www.aselfguru.com. You can learn more about my products and services. And, you know, there's three ways that we can um, work together. You can always look into the legal bundle, which to make, sh- to make sure that you're blogging legally. And also, you know, the second thing is that if you want to work with me one-on-one personally, like a business coaching call or anything, you can always set that up to get your legal questions answered, your business questions and things like that. And then, you know, if you need like some free legal tips or business tips, you can always look into my freebies on my website. And lastly, you know, feel free to reach me in my Facebook community. The link is also on my website. And uh, we have a very active Facebook community of go-getters and entrepreneurs, and we would love to connect with you and have you. Wow. Thank you so much for being here today and sharing your incredible tips. I know that my listeners right now are as excited as I am to get to hear you chat about all of this. So thank you so much for stopping by. No, thank you, Chelsea. It it was great. It was great chatting with you.
Everyone listening, head on over to the show notes at herpaperroot.com slash show notes, where you will find links to all of Amira's legal page templates, as well as a selection of free bonuses and resources that will help you start, grow, and monetize your blog today. Thanks for tuning in to the Her Paper Root podcast. We hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, please say so by leaving us a review on iTunes. And be sure to share this episode with your friends. For more entrepreneurship resources and to connect with Chelsea, swing by herpaperroot.com. Now go make something.